words appear. The email addresses and groups mentioned in this program are no longer available. The Blind Handyman Group does exist in its new incarnation on groups.io. To join, send a blank email to blindhandyman plus subscribe at groups.io. That's blindhandyman plus subscribe at groups.io. Alternatively, you can join our Blind Handyman Facebook group. Links will be in the description box below. Southwood Drive here in good old Lufkin, Texas. For the next hour, we're going to talk about building, repairing, and maintaining, all designed, of course, with the blind in mind. Here are the hosts for the blind handyman, Don Shaw. Mr. Houston, what's happening? <laughs> hey, 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 Don Patterson. Yeah, just uh, just uh, uh, back of uh, media straight back from the wedding chapel Monday night. Last Monday night at five thirty. And he actually yeah, did it, folks. I'm here I to testify it. to that. My name's Tom Houston, the host, uh, or not the the host, the creator. How could I say that? And the producer, of course, of the Blind Handy Man Show. I hope I'm not in trouble. Here's Phil Park. Well, actually, the one who's in trouble is Don Patterson. <laughs> yeah, you're got right. married. The you're warden you're... got me. Warden got. You Don, you you've been you've been we were figuring up the other day. I guess it's been it, you started seeing her in ninety eight. Ninety eight. Ni- in fall of ninety eight. Met her in ninety eight. Because Audrey Faye was still alive. Audrey Faye was. And still alive. and so you met her in the fall of ninety eight. So you all have kind of been five years this five, August. Five years this August. So that's that's about the same length of time. Lou Ann and I went together a long time. Um, but in fact, by the time she decided to marry me, I was about out of the mood, you know. She... Well, that's what you said. Uh, Only earlier today, you asked me how it felt, yeah. and I told you not little, to tell her, but the little... little uh, depressed, have you? Marital uh, depression marital, <laughs> marital depression syndrome, MD, MDS. What well, is. y'all, you know, it's, uh, it's time. You might as well. What the heck? Um, you've been cohabiting for a good while. I guess we can say that here on the Handyman Show. And she's a wonderful yeah. lady. 
and uh, she makes good money, and that helps. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> that uh, that helps a lot. <laughs> it does. Emily is a... Uh, it it smooths yep. over a lot of those personality quirks. <laughs> Emily is uh, has a... I, I, correct me if I'm wrong. Emily has a degree in special education, doesn't she? Yeah, she has a bachelor's degree in education and a master's degree in special ed. This is, this is Don's wife, Emily Patterson. Yeah. Emily Wilson. Patterson. Emily Wilson. She and she, uh, she uh, for years, was the... Uh, I think taught mobility and taught, I think she was the only uh, blind instructor for visually handicapped people that Lufkin, the ISD had, wasn't she? Right, yeah, she was the teacher of the visually impaired, and she has her mobility certification, which is a little, you have to have that. Test. The first time I went, so I went, walked somewhere, where we were going, we were going somewhere, and I, just me and you and her, and I said, we'll look better if I walk with her, we'll look kind of gay if we, not that there's anything wrong with gay people, we love them all, <laughs> but I'm not, and, and so. Um, they keep saying that. You know, no, just be careful, we, we probably have some gay handymen. Who'd like to, and that would be fine. But uh, we walked somewhere, and I put my hand on on her shoulder, and she said, "No, you put your hand here." So she corrected me real quick. I said, "How to how to be blind?" She's no, teaching me ability. Huh? She's teaching me how to be blind. That's what I need. Mean. Where, where do you put your, Where do you put your hand? You're supposed to put your hand on their arm, their some arm, certain yeah. place on their arm. Oh, okay, not up on the shoulder. No, and depending on the height. Only in the Hollywood movies do they do it like that, or the way they used to lead Ray Charles out on stage. You know? well, I, I, I still do the shoulder, depending on the height of the person. Uh, anyway, we all have our own little peccadillos and ways. But congratulations and many more uh, happy years of wedded uh, whatever, bliss. Warden, Warden finally got <laughs> That's you. right. The warden got me. <laughs> well, this is show number 36, they tell me. I guess when you think about it, we've kind of got an anniversary going because uh, it was about this time last year when we we had the guys from Dallas down. We take the first little show. I, I remember coming well, in here. It was about this time, wasn't it, actually? We were, we were, we were all set up, and and Don, uh, Don or somebody finally said, now, what do, we, what do you want us to do? And we were, <laughs> we were about ten minutes out of it. I had an idea of what I wanted. I, somehow I thought osmosis had given it to everybody else. I didn't know what the hell. How do, you know, everybody else was supposed to know. What, exactly what do you want us to do? <laughs> yeah, boy, the first so, show. But whatever you know, it was, I guess we've been doing it. We've been doing it ever 30, since the first show. We ought, to, times, so. we ought to go back and play segments in the first show. That's the first thing I did. Remember, we kick things off that. by forgetting to tell people to turn the breaker off. Uh-huh. And Don was giving hand signals to Tom. And, <laughs> and, and <laughs> now he would have just said, Phil, you idiot. Yeah. You know, yeah, I didn't want to interrupt the monologue. Interrupt the creator here. But uh, anyway, we actually have, on show number 36, this is what this is, we have email today. Isn't it wonderful? Mm, it is wonderful. Folks actually wrote in. Jimmy, Jimmy was effective. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I guess. I don't know. And here's, here's one from Walt Cohn, and he says, Hi, all. I'm a guitar picker and still guitar picker from a long time back, and I wonder who are the pickers in your theme song. Could one of them be Speedy West? Thanks much. Phil, that that would happen. That's to amazing. To you. I mean, that's wonderful. Because yes, one of them is that's Jimmy Bryant and Speedy West. Is that right? That's no, that's who is on that. Uh, on that what's album. the name of that? I do not know the name of it. That's off of country. I could find it in time. I'll, I'll get the name by next week. Okay. Is it's up there in the rack? It's just uh, I just what a deal. And, and one of them is Speedy West. And Speedy West is the uh, is the is the uh, steel guitar player, and Jimmy Bryant is a, is a guitar player, and they played. I think they were from California, and they played for years for for many, many artists, Red Foley not being among them. And, yes, one of them is Speedy West, and the other one is Jimmy Bryan. And I don't know what the name of that is, but we'll we'll find the name of it. And um, 
because um, this isn't available. I mean, it's just a country instrumental. It's got Chet Adkins and, and Hank Garland and all kinds of people on it. And uh, the very, very observant Walt Cone, steel guitar player. I'd like to hear you. Yeah, small, and, uh, small I was going to say, I wish maybe when people send in their email, if they play a uh, little bit or not, might tell us. We'd like to know about that. You know, there I read about that. I haven't read about this in a long time, but there was a guy who was telling me about this site where this band played together on the Internet. I mean, you fed your instrument into your computer. <laughs> really? Yeah, and you fed a signal out, you know, and it would go. Uh, there'd have to be a central... I mean, you know, they'd have to be server, a, they'd have to be a server. That, but this band was playing together on the internet. <laughs> each each in, in his own time. home, what each in it? real time, man. So that'd be a deal, wouldn't it? Wouldn't I it? guess we could. Would, the blind, that, would, that would be something. Blind be a good topic man. for discussion. Wonder how uh, many Sunday, channel, how, I wonder how many channel sound card you would have to have. <laughs> well, just a single channel. Well, let's see, you'd have to have a double check because you'd have to be hearing it. You'd, you'd have, have to be hearing it. You'd have to hear it come back to you yeah. out. And it, but it looked like the delay would be horrendous. Doesn't it? <laughs> it does. But, but somebody was telling me that they did this or that it was, that it was a possible. Maybe somebody uh, out in our vast... Audience knows something about that. Anyway. Yeah, what a concept. Go ahead, Tommy. Okay, hello all. It sounded like I'd better write or else Reverend Phil would pull the plug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My topic for your discussion is what to do with this plunge router I have. I hear talk of a router table. Will my router work with one? If so, how does it all work? I have had the router for years but have not used it. Thanks. Uh, Doug from the North Coast. Now, is this Doug uh, Rose? I think this it is. Doug Rose. Yeah. Yes, it is. have to be Doug Rose, who has, helped so. us, who has helped us a lot in, in, in putting things together on the archive. Doug, we thank you. Plunge routers, Patterson. You were the only one who had any idea how they worked, and you thought you were wrong. But go well, ahead. yeah, I'm not sure, but I, I think, you know, and another thing I just thought about, Don Shaw, was that maybe, you know, like, like depending on which blades you put on your, I guess we'd call ours rotary <coughs> routers or just routers, but yeah. uh, it's depending on the design you get. I assume a plunge router goes up and down the mechanism, I think, and, and so it would be almost like doing didos on a, on a table. So, you know, if you wanted to cut a slot or a groove, I assume, and I really don't understand why a table would not mount. I mean, if you wanted it in the Wait a minute. How, how would you, you, a plunge rider, I've seen one, and you do have to push it down. Maybe I mean, it, it, goes, it. it goes around, but you have to push it down. Okay, well, so, but if you, put your, if you had it from the bottom up and you put your board on top, and you would you be pushing up with one hand and moving yeah, your board see, with the other? I'm not sure. I, I'd have to uh, say no. that my knowledge of a plunge routers would fill the shortest book in the world. But if it if it'll cut a uh, like a hole in a in a a square hole in a in a board, I want one. I, I think that's I think that's kind of how it works. You know, they aren't much. They re- I saw. In fact, they were cheaper than the router I ended up buying. They were a whole lot cheaper. But really? well, when you're It'll, getting the name of the theme song for next week, I'll find out exactly how they work and, and yeah. tell you yeah, they're a table be good. of it. I bet I we get I bet we get email about plunge routers. Or the list somebody, serve. I bet somebody's somebody got one. And Speaking of that, list serve. Are you getting those uh, messages yet from the list serve, Pat? No. The list serve? Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you, I have tried to sign up for that. I yeah. must be doing something wrong. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, yes, I, I had a, a problem with the Outlook Express, and I thought that Don and Tom had probably blackballed me. <laughs> Take moderated you off the list. Uh, the hell with you, creator guy. I'll moderate. just kind of moderated me right off the old list. Phil took your place. Reverend Phil took my place. Yeah. <laughs> I thought they'd taken me off just sort of to get, I'll show him. Well, Tom Houston could do that. In, in the blink of an eye. You the, blink, oh, yes. the, the blink of 
have an eye. See, there's a deal there because they refer to blind people as blinks sometimes. They, they blink, do, don't they? The blink of an eye. But you wouldn't do that. Patterson, you need to get on the list. I'm going to get on that list. Now that you're married and uh, settle down. <laughs> yeah, is, it, is it working okay now, your, your Outlook Express? Mine, yeah. Yeah, good. Working fine, but I'll tell you this. There'll be no more Morpheus on Phil's computer. Well, you know, I took it <laughs> off of mine, too. Because, I mean... It took uh, over. I had the same problem. Well, it, 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 what, it, what Luann finally decided it was doing, since we, we deci- we'd started to download from Morpheus, and we didn't complete it, and we didn't cancel it. So it was trying to access the Internet and finish this download, and McAfee was saying, no, I don't recognize you. So my computer was screwed up for two or three days. So Morpheus is... What? Uh, it's a it's a download program where you that you can steal stuff. Music. It's yeah, like a file sharing it, program. It's like a file sharing. Pro- it's like Kazaa. It's like Napster for for programs. Well, you, you know? know, Don, when you gave me or uh, emailed me the uh, the pop up stopper thing, you yeah. know, I had a lot of some yeah. problem with that, especially like with my stock trainee that wouldn't allow like the streamer to come up, and so I had to do away with that. But I, I I'll tell you, I I, I know you are maybe both of y'all are running. Windows XP at home, the yeah. home version. Yeah. At school, I have two, com- three computers actually. I have Windows 95 on one, running some old, and then I have Windows 98, and then I have Windows XP Pro. And I have had mucho troubles with just basic programs like Outlook Express and different things in XP. In fact, I tried to load my band in a box down there, and it would not let me. And, but it did let me uh, do it on Windows 98. Yeah, because I, I, are you running XP show? No, not yet. Okay, I need Tom, Tom is running next week. Tom, Tom and I are running next And it's it's our except that, like yesterday when I when I realized that the problem was, what was you talking about? Morpheus. The problem was Morpheus. I went to add remove programs, and I could not figure out how to remove. It would tell me how often I used the program. Uh, it would and it was there, and it said to remove this program, go to. Change, add, remove. So I tabbed down to it, change, add, remove, hit enter, hit enter twice, and it just, I could not figure out how to remove a program with, with XP. Used to, it was easy, you know, with ME. Oh, yeah, with Windows 98 or ME, it's easy. Uh, sure. So I don't know. Anyway. Anyway, I think you're on to something, you and Luann, as far right. as uh, it trying to take over because you were yeah. downloading something and you yeah. stopped it. Because that's exactly what I did. I started downloading something, and I looked and, and said it, it was going to take 24 hours to do it. And I said, no way. So you stopped it, but then it kept trying to access it. That had to be what happened. Was this the, the pay program or the freebie? No, this was a freebie. Uh, a freebie. Like, kind of like Kazaa's no, got the virus, right? It is. Kazaa's got a lot of viruses on it, Luann says. I took Morpheus's no more on my computer. I don't want it. Hey, it's, it's all true. for mine, anyway, too. I'm Okay, so we don't get we don't get a free version of uh, PageMaker. If any of you folks have PageMaker, send it to poor Tommy. He wants it so bad. <laughs> he wants PageMaker so bad. We got to get it for him. Anyway, go ahead. We got a long email. Okay. Some, some yeah. Uh-huh. It says, "Hello, handyman. Thanks again for having me back on the show. My uh-huh. light project went well. We mounted the new light and ran the wire to the attic and got it hooked up." Uh, the somewhat amazing thing was that we didn't encounter any roadblocks along the way, as so often happens. I had previously gone up to the attic and checked out exactly where the wire was going to come out from the top of the cabinet, so knowing where to drill prior to starting out was a real time saver. Really? Since the shelves just rest on metal clips hooked into the tracks, they didn't need to be notched out at all. We just ran the wire along the side, uh, alongside the track and straight up through the top right into the attic. I had never mounted a fluorescent light like that before, so that was kind of neat. First, the bracket got screwed into the bottom of the cabinet when you make the connections, or uh, then you make the connections. Yeah. 
Uh, next, snap the light into the bracket and put the ball nuts on to secure it. This is for sure a two-man job. My plan to patch the holes in the ceiling is this. First, I'm going to rip some strips of wood about three and a half to four inches, uh, put them up, and lay them uh, across the holes from above, then drive a couple of screws up through the ceiling into these strips to fasten them in. Next, and this is where it goes back to uh, being a team effort, cut out some drywall that I have on the back porch to fit up in the holes, mm-hmm. countersink a couple of screws so the patch will stay up there. Lastly, cover and putty or whatever else needs to be done. This is an area I'm a little inexperienced. Fortunately, Kurt knows what he's doing. Uh, for the time being, I stuffed some insulation in the holes and took Panty's suggestion to take a couple of OCDs and fit them up in there. Is that amazing or what? <laughs> talking about something to do with your CD blind. <laughs> well, you now, CDs. Now you found a purpose. I've got it. a whole stack of them, and you make fun of me all the time for saving them. <laughs> you, know? you never know. <laughs> Get this, well, they fit just fine. Yeah. So we should be able to use them for our template uh, when we cut the drywall. Yes, you guys have inspired me to try some things I have never done before. That's good. And that's why I asked my brother to lend me the extra saw that he told me he had. Actually, he offered it to me, but I didn't take it at first. Then it occurred to me, before buying such an animal, it made sense to try using one first. After a couple of months, I figured he forgot, and since by then, I really didn't need it. So it surprised or rather shocked me that he got me a brand new skill saw for Christmas. Now that the temperature in my garage has climbed above freezing, I will take it out there, learn the ins and outs of using it safely. I'm sure it will come in very handy for this uh, this current as well as future projects. It will. Uh, the absolute most important thing to me is that Patty believes that I will be able to use any tool I put my mind to since confidence and I have often been strangers. Recently, uh, thanks to her, we've ha- we have become acquaintances. And this is from uh, Dave and Patricia Farron. I can <clears throat> I can help good. Dave out with his holes up there in the attic. Just yeah. a minute, now it's a much simpler way to do this. If I, I I know what he's doing with the boards up there. You want something behind when he makes his patch. Yeah. Solid. But I'll tell you, instead of doing screws and everything, man, just take some liquid nail, and you uh, you would really be better off with a piece of sheetrock that would cover that. Just put glue on the surface that, uh, on the inside of your up in your ceiling that you're going to lay this on, and put some some of that liquid nail there, and just lay it up there in its own weight. That'll stick, and then your your sheetrock mud will adhere to that oh, that sheetrock better. If you're going to fill that hole, that would leave you with about a depending. I guess your sheetrock's uh, half three quarters of an inch at yeah. the most thick. He's so a- your hole there would be. Uh, he just wants something to put against the yeah. back of that sheetrock. Is yeah, all just a hole to, to make his hole easier. It. But and so it, it could this this would either way would work mm-hmm. instead of screwing yeah. making with all the screws. And then also, you know, in your patch kits, Don, they make a netting that has adhesive on it. They after, do. You know that you just put over your hole, and then the sheetrock mud just goes in its little mesh. Feels like makes screen it, wire. Yeah, it feels like screen wire that you put over. And the so hole. you just fit. It up in there, and it's got adhesive around the edges of well, it. You, or what? you put it on the outside of your hole, like if you're looking at the hole. Say, if you uh-huh. had a hole, uh, the big as a, you know, a, a CD. Uh, yeah, a CD. You, yeah. Th- you just buy a square of this adhesive screen mesh. Okay. You put it over your hole, and then you gradually just float your sheetrock mud 
over it, yep. and it goes in that mesh and gets hard. Let one layer dry. You may have to do it like three or four times. Yeah, and, so and then you that can one sand. layer wouldn't be near as thick as the rest, but it, it would be, be thick, but it'd be pretty strong. Well, that's sure. Be done. Or I never for saw bigger that. holes in some of the sheetrock kits, they have real thin sheet metal. You know, just all it's thicker than tin foil. Yeah, yeah. but it's uh, and you put it over, cut it over the hole, and then the 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 mud. Then you might put this netting over that, and then your mud sticks to that. But the way he's going to do it it's will work. The only thing is, I would I'd be careful with drywall screws because that sheetrock is all crumbly, and it's it going to. I'd I'd glue that if you're going to put a board up there. I'd glue the back of that with liquid nail and or then something. He said something to that about board. countersinking some screws to hold this patch in, but they're yeah. going to use glue. In, and man, and they've got glue down like oh, liquid, liquid nail, nail man, will stick stuff. anything. It holds a Volkswagen <laughs> from the ceiling. You know, so. Yeah, because you put drywall screws, that sheetrock's going to be crumbling. Yeah. You're gonna, it's it's not. That's not. That's that'll work, but it's that's there's better. I'd use glue if it was me. I would too. Just stick it up there. If you want to put a board up there to back it and just stick it up there, and if you got some little gaps around it, fill them up with mud and spackle it, and bingo, you're gone. Yeah. All right. We have, um, who, let's see, Peter Mikachet is our yeah. guest today. The accordion yeah. player from Long Island. Is right? he an accordion? He's no, the I... guy. <laughs> he's the guy that built the, the uh, is he an accordion player? No, he ought to be. With a name well, like Mikachet. <laughs> he, he's the one that built the, the double. Somebody better answer the phone. He's the guy that built the addition on the back of his house, and we had a lot of comment on that. And we'll talk to him in just a minute. More of the Blind Handyman Show. Broadcasting. This is Steve Mazura. Welcome from the Aussie Kaleidoscope. I'm Roger Cool. The KJS Show. Hi, this is Patrick Purdue from the, the ACBRI DJs are hard at work creating personal web pages about their shows, the music they play, and even a bit about themselves. Now we're accumulating these web pages into the ACB Radio Interactive Broadcasters Web Ring, where you can learn more about the personalities behind the microphone. Go to www acbradio.org then choose the interactive link from there you can choose the link that will take you to the ACB Radio Interactive Broadcasters Web Ring Mainstream, the talk of the blind community. Our email address is blindhandyman at hotmail.com. If you would like to be part of the show, leave us a phone number and we will contact you soon. Now, here's more of today's show with Phil Parr. Oh, that would be me, wouldn't it? I, I, uh, yeah. We, uh, I thought, thought Don was going to introduce you, because I'm doing the last of it. Don can introduce me on Yeah, I second. will. I will. We yeah. have a gentleman who's been with us before and has been quite a contributor to our little list that, that we have going. Uh, his name is Peter Mikachek. How are you, sir? Hey, how you doing? We're doing great. You're in Long Island, right? Uh, I'm, I'm on uh, Shelter Island, actually, a little island right mm. off the coast of Long Island. Did you get your cordless phone fixed? Uh, no. 
but um, what are we going to do? I could bring another phone down there and plug it in. You want to? Do you want to do that? You want us to talk for a minute while you do that? Uh, could you call me back in five minutes? Oh no, I can't do that. I, I can't. Do, why don't you just go ahead and make it, make the change, and, and uh, we'll just talk about something right quick. Okay, I might get disconnected though. Whoa, I hope I hope not. If you if you left this one plugged up. I guess if we get the beeping noise, I'll call you back, we'll right? No, what's happening? I'll, I'll go ahead and talk a little bit about my subject, and, and uh, if we if we make it, we will. If not, we'll call you back, okay? Uh, All right. Actually, um, what? Could you call me on a different number? Then I could use a different phone. On a different? Well, you'll have to give the number on the air. Would be the only problem. Uh huh. Because we're taping. Um, we're we're rolling on tape. Would you like for us to? Uh, would you like for us to call you back on this number and get that other number? Yes, we could do that, could and do I could that. I could talk about my subject. How would we do that, Sean? I'll take a phone. I'll, I'll go in the house and call him back, and and, and okay, you know, we'll do. We'll just make a you little do adjustment. Your segment, and we'll we're, do this on the last segment of the show. Why don't one of you just go over and pick up the phone, and I'll unlatch him? Okay, and uh, right, we're going to cut you off, and we'll call you back on a different number in a minute. Okay, great. Right. Well, right. yeah, I'll get something right. as soon as you get over there. Turn him down, and I'm going to turn him down. Turn him down, and I guess I'm on, right? Yeah, go okay. Ahead. We, what? What? The reason we're so worried about him having a, a cordless phone down there? He is working on a project, and he was going to do kind of a play-by-play. I think he's working on what is it, child? Doing something with a water well? Yeah, a water well tank going to bleed the air, uh-huh. and and, I, and, I, and do something with the water tank itself. And he wanted well. to. He wanted to do this live on the air. Yep. And we thought. And, and we thought this was a good idea. See, he, he's going to do the yeah the last segment of it. Uh, so so he's going to do this live on the air. And we thought that was a good idea. So we're yeah. willing to bend a little bit. What I wanted to t- I know this I know you folks are confused out there, but you're no more confused than old dumb Phil and the rest of us. Uh, I wanted I'm going to build. We have a swimming pool and we have a pool cleaner that runs around the pool and it works uh, it works on water pressure. It runs around the pool and cleans the, the, the scum off the pool and picks up leaves and things like that. Nice machine. Well, too, it really boy. is a nice machine. They're expensive, but if you have a pool and you can afford one, they are the thing to have. Because they will keep you from being down in the pool cleaning. Boy, it stuff. sounds like we're in a stadium. It <laughs> does with nets. I love it. I've done remotes before. It doesn't bother me a bit. And and my wife thinks this pool cleaner sitting on the, the concrete, in other words, you take it out of the pool and people swim. It's got a big long hose and has a separate pump and you take it out of the pool and people swim and she doesn't like it sitting there on the concrete because it just looks like this big ugly mechanical thing so she has commissioned me six months ago she Uh says to build a box to go over this pool cleaner where you would set the pool cleaner on the pool deck around the uh, concrete set it off to the side and then you would just set this box down over it and it would just and she wants this box to look like a picket fence to sort of blend in with the with the like your room over there like right because Don has built a little outside dressing room for his pool for his kids to to uh, to change in, and and they want we want it to look like that. We want it to look like our motif. That's a good word you don't get to yeah. use too often. So I bought the pickets. I bought the pickets six months ago. She's right. So I'm going to build this thing, and I'm going to tell you how I'm going to build it. Just as sort of a a thing, it's just going to be a box. And if you want to build a box, here's how to build a box. These pickets are six feet long. So the first thing I'm going to do is cut them in two. 
and make sure that they are all the same length. Cut a this, bunch of them at one time on the old chop saw. Huh? I, I probably will cut three or four at the same time, and and just lay them down and, and cut them and try to try to get them all approximately the same length, with the exception of one side. Now, this will be three pickets wide, which will be 18 inches, right? Aren't they six inches wide? Uh, Yeah, right at six. So it will be a foot and a half square box. So I'll have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve of these to cut. Nine of them need to be the same length. Three of them need to be about three inches shorter because there's a hose on this pool cleaner thing that has to come out somewhere. And we're going to put a top on it, so we want it to come out on one side. You with me? Yeah. Okay, so that has to be shorter. So you have nine the same length, and you have three that are three inches shorter. Now, we're going to build a side, and what I'm going to do is take a piece of, say, two by two, in other words, if I if I had a probably I probably actually end up being one by two. I've got some five quarter lumber that was used to build a deck, and what I'm going to do is make me some. It's six inches wide. I'm going to cut it into three pieces, two inches wide. So it will be actually uh, five quarter, which would be an inch and a quarter thick, and two inches wide to use as a band to go around this thing to hold these pickets together. Yeah. I'm going to cut those. Then I'm going to cut them 18 inches long, two of them 18 inches long, so that they will we can put a side together. Now, two of the sides will have to be, the, the little band that goes around the top will have to be in a little bit, because they'll have to sit inside the other two sides. In other words, the, the ends will sit inside the front and back just a little bit. You with me? They will. So, you'd want to cut those just a little bit shorter. Say the pickets are... What are the pickets? A half inch thick? Inch thick? Yeah, between a half, a half and, uh, and three quarters. So you'd want to figure out how thick they are and shorten this little band or this little piece that goes across the top of the pickets uh, by that much. Say it's a half inch, so you should be an inch shorter than the actual three pickets laid together. Now, we have three pickets and we have this piece we want to screw to them. So I'm going to clamp with a C clamp or with a wood clamp, and you can buy C clamps or wood clamps at any hardware store that you go to, I'm going to clamp a picket onto this piece of, of uh, 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 this one by, one this band, we'll call it the inside band. I'm going to clamp it on and make sure it's straight by using a square or by using, probably would use our little measuring thing that we talked about that is a measuring stick that has a deal you can slide along. Or you could do it if you had nothing but a Braille ruler. You, you could, could do it. So you want to get it square, and you want to screw the screws through the picket into the band rather than the other way. Because if one sticks out a little bit, if you have one that's a little longer, then you'd have a screw sticking outside. That's right. I will screw, clamp them together, put a couple of screws in, the first screw. Then I will lay the next picket next to it, clamp it on, and put a couple screws in it. Then the third one, and then I've got a one wall kind of built. Yeah. Then I'll do the same thing at the bottom, band them together with this piece of, of, of banding material that I made out of the cedar board. And I'll make four little walls like this, and then I'll put them together. In other words, I'll take the ends, and they will fit inside the front and back a little bit. Hopefully they will. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully they will all fit together. And then we'll screw through the, on the, on the end, I'll screw th- through the picket, through the band and into the band on the front and back. Are you with me? Yep. Just put a screw in each corner. 
I quit miter the corners and glue them, but I think this will probably work just as well. Oh, once sure. I get once I get a top put on it, it's going to be, and the top will be down a little bit from the. In other words, you won't be able to see the top when you just look at this thing. You'd have to when you, you the only way you could see the top would be to walk by, walk up to it, to walk by and look down in it. It will just look like a little square of picket fence yeah. sitting there, like your like your little room. Yeah. So I will take some of these deck boards that I happen to have cut them the length that I want them to make uh, the top. They will lay down on the band that I put around the top, and I will screw into the pickets from, you know, through the pickets into the ends of these boards and into the sides, and bingo, we've got a box. That's right. With a little short side uh, for the hose to go through, and it sits right down on the on top of the pool cleaner, and hopefully Mom will be happy with it. and Roof and all. She's, uh, she's been she's been really on me about this because I've, I've taken a long time building it, and so she had this big box she bought at Walmart. Well, I just put the pool cleaner in that. Well, it's a big old plastic box, yeah. and we don't want that. So over the weekend, I thought Sunday we have guests, uh, we have folks coming Sunday. Uh, we'll tell you more about that later. I thought maybe Sunday afternoon or or Monday or Tuesday we might get out in the woodshop and just all build this thing. You know, as we're, it wouldn't take an hour. <laughs> as we're boiling that shrimp, as we're boiling those shrimp Sunday afternoon, uh, we're just uh, Houston. What happens to chili? <laughs> Well, we're going to eat the shrimp Monday, but Monday we want to. For lunch. We want to. I don't know if Dale's going to agree with this, but what Don and I are going to eat, we're going to boil Sunday afternoon because we like them cold. Oh yeah, I think cold he, he boiled, chilled boiled shrimp is the way to go. I don't now. think he's Amen. seeing this. He's not seeing this. So you might want to show up for lunch Monday, there, big boy. I probably will. So he's uh, he's going to he's going to. Uh, uh, I don't know that he wants to do that Sunday afternoon. He can do his like he wants, but he did have a good suggestion. He thought we ought to get some corn and put in with him. Oh, uh, that's doable. And that's doable. Some little those little short ears of corn. Yeah, oh, yeah. little nibblers. And man, those are good. Now. I bought at Sam's the other day. I bought a a huge deal of frozen little ears of corn. Well, you're, you're our man. Great, right? aren't takes they? About, oh, it takes about 25 minutes. Hmm. Uh, put them in some water and let it get warm. Let yeah. them stay there for about 25 minutes, and they're ready to eat. Boil them for and I don't think it, it doesn't take 25 minutes to boil shrimp, does it? Oh, no. Bye. Six minutes, four. That's what I was thinking, about five minutes. Yeah. I've got plenty of boiling bags that you drop down in the water, so we're going to do that. But I thought we might build this little pool thing and have it present it to her when she gets back. Maybe that she'll be happy. Yeah. Like to a, keep Mama happy. And then project. <laughs> maybe she'll win some money. My wife has gone to Las Vegas again. Again. Uh, yeah, she left already? She's gone. Yeah, she left. The plane left at 1205 this morning. Yeah. Boy. 1205 noon. Barrel, man. And so she's... Uh, She's a th- the thing about Vegas. Vegas is two hours behind us, so it, the flight you get there, uh, like she'll get there uh, less than an hour later than she left. You'll get there at one something. It'll be three something our time, but it'll be one something their time. Which is pretty cool. Which is pretty cool. Anyway, she's out in Vegas. Uh, took a bunch of money with her. Yeah. And well, hopefully yeah. she'll buy enough to, so that I can buy this thing from Plex to her. Anyway, we may build this box this weekend. If we do, we'll give you the results and tell you all about it. Are we ready to, 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 do live to call our guy back, you think? Yeah, we have the number. All right, we have the number. Uh, We're going to call Peter Mikachuk back and see if we can't do this live. Kind of a description yeah. of, uh, what is he doing? Pumping out of water? Water logging, uh, doing something with a water tank, priming a water tank. Priming now, a water tank. Sure. And if, you've, if you've ever wanted to know how to do that. Uh, besides the obvious way that I can sit here and think of, um, which would be downloading something to it. But anyway, we'll uh, we'll let him tell us all about it in just a minute more of the Blind Handyman Show. Hang on. 
the disappointment of missing a great ACB radio program? Join our announcements list today. Receive email about upcoming programs on all our channels and new features. To join, send a blank email now to announce-subscribe at acbradio.org. That's announce-subscribe at acbradio.org. Visit our website. Announcements about ACB radio delivered to you direct and free. Just another way to stay in touch with ACB radio. Hang out with other ACB Radio listeners. Talk with the hosts. Provide suggestions about the future of ACB Radio. It's all possible through the ACB Radio Friends List. Thank you for being a friend. Log on and sign up now. Send a blank message to friends-subscribe at acbradio.org. That's friends-subscribe at acbradio.org. And thank you for being a friend of ACB Radio. Looking for a place you can talk about ACB Radio programming with friends and other listeners? Then you might want to join our ACB Radio friends email list. You'll get all the announcement information you normally get from our ACB Radio announce list. And you can take part in email discussions with staff and listeners. Well, all you got to do is send a blank email message to friends-subscribe at acbradio.org. Just a blank email message to friends-subscribe at acbradio.org. Keep in touch. ACB Radio, the station that is out of sight. is the blind handyman on acb radio mainstream be sure and tell a friend about the program and email us often blindhandyman at hotmail.com now here is more of the show with don shaw we're back with pete mikachek again and we're going to try the blind to handyman is produced for acb radio <laughs> by out of Tommy. <laughs> one more time here. That's one. There goes my face. What happened? Well, she had you, you don't you have your headphones on, did you there? Oh, nothing. Nothing. Oh, nothing. <laughs> nothing. Are you there, Peter Mikachek? Pete. Yes. Well, have we finally gotten a phone that works and gotten you, well. gotten you all settled in? Now, we've decided as much trouble as we've gone, this better be good. Oh, the pressure's on. The pressure is yeah, on, yeah. my boy. <laughs> now, now, exactly, tell us, uh, kind of, tell us uh, if you don't mind, a little bit about Chef. You're a total? Yep. You're a total and have been all your life? Well, I'm like a, a 98 percenter. Yeah, yeah you, you got light perception? Hello? Hello? Yep. Oh, don't don't lose no, us! No. Don't lose us! We're we're gonna have to kill you if we do. Wait, so you you got you got light perception, you say? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Well, that's better than nothing. Better than nothing. I kind of like my first wife. But anyway, Oof. well, yeah. Uh, and so, tell us your your age is what now? Forty-seven. Forty-seven. Just a child. I'm close to that big five-zero. You're close at five-zero. Mm-hmm. We may have to have a big party and come up here when you're fifty. Sure. Anyway, you're you. What do you tell us about the project that you're engaged in now? Right now, uh-huh. uh, right now, what I'm going, going to do is, I have uh, my own well. Uh-huh. So I have a well pump yes, and a holding tank. Okay. Okay. And every once in a while, maybe every year, every two years, the, the pressure in the holding tank gets so low, and you you can tell because when you turn on the faucet, the water goes fast, and then it goes slow, and uh-huh. then it goes fast, and then it goes slow. Or so there's not enough pressure in the holding tank. Mm-hmm. And the well can't put enough pressure on the holding tank to supply you with a steady water source. Right. And the other way you can okay. tell too is as soon as you turn on the faucet, you can hear the water pump go on. 
there's no okay. usually if you turn on the faucet you get water for a little while and then the pump would come on yeah like it like it like it does in the travel trailer right and yeah. the reason for this is that the, the cold water tank which mine is a 40 gallon tank uh-huh. ends up being instead of uh, three quarters water and one quarter air it becomes full of just water so there's no not enough pressure water log okay and it's so water log, right the, um, the air gets gets out somehow or so every once in a while, I have to do this. Um, you have to pressurize this tank. Pressurize the tank. Now, how do you do that? Tell us how one okay. does that. Now, okay, I'm, I'm in my basement, which is just a dirt pit. Okay. I have coming out of the wall is a pipe, which goes down to the well, and that goes into a pump that's sitting here on a cinder block. Okay. All right, that's the pipe goes down into the well, and, but it goes through this pump, or it go. Tell me, give me a little better. It comes out of through my basement wall. Okay. And it comes into a pump, a pump sitting on a, sitting right here next to me. Okay. On, on the floor. All right. This is okay. a this is a water pump. Water pump, right? Okay. Okay. Coming out of the other side of the pump, out of the right side of the pump, uh-huh. there's a bunch of pipes wiggling all around, and uh-huh. there's a valve here. Uh-huh. Uh, one of those valves that's like a bar that you grab. It's either parallel with the pipe or you turn it 90 degrees I got you it's either in line or out of line right okay close it okay from that that after that to the uh-huh. right of that pipe or of that valve mm-hmm. goes into the bottom of the water tank okay okay, okay. all right and then I have a 40 gallon tank all right so the first thing I have to do okay is close that valve close that that valve is normally open because the pump pumps water water from the well to the tank Right. So you want to close the valve between the pump and the water tank. Right. Now, okay. See, now this is the real world. The handle is broken off this valve. <laughs> yeah. So you have a so wrench. Take a pair of channel locks, okay. which are like big pliers. Which you know, those valves don't cost much, Peter. You could, uh, <laughs> we yeah, could right. replace that. I could replace uh, it. But it still works. For probably $9. Uh, so I just take the channel locks. All right. And I'll turn the, the what's left of this valve. We should we should have sound effects. We should have, it should go. Okay, so now I've turned the water off. The water's the, off. All the right. pump okay. and the tank. All right. Okay. Okay. Now that that line comes in at the bottom left of the tank. Okay, comes into the bottom of the tank. Tank's about four and a half feet high. Uh-huh. I don't know, foot half in diameter. Uh-huh. Okay. At the top on the left side. Uh-huh is a, a pipe coming out at 90 degrees, uh-huh. about a two-inch pipe with a pressure gauge on it, All right. which is where I suspect that it leaks out, you know, after a year through okay. through that gauge. Uh-huh. Okay? Uh-huh. The other side of the tank, down at the bottom right side of the tank, is a faucet, a valve spigot, like a garden hose. Okay. Okay? Coming, so a pipe comes out. It's like an upside-down T. Yeah. One end into the tank, the other end the spigot. Okay. Coming straight up from it, the long bar of the T. If I follow that up, I come to another one of those inline valves. Okay. That's my from the tank to the house valve. And this is a good valve, huh? So yeah, this is handle and all is a good one. So push this one now, 90 degrees, so it's perpendicular. So now I've isolated the tank from the pump. Okay. From the rest of the house. Right. Okay. Next. Next, now i got to get the water out of the tank. What I want to do is drain all the water out of the tank. The whole 40 gallons? The whole 40 gallons. And then 
fill it back up again. Now, are these 40 gallons going to go out like into buckets or like on the ground or out in the yard or what? Well, if I was if I had hired a plumber, he would just probably open the valve and let it pour out onto the dirt in my basement. Mm, no, not good. No. Which would, I don't know, maybe a plumber may, might have a pump or something to pump it out, but... Um, uh, what what, what are you going to do? What, I have a, a five-gallon bucket. And actually, to tell you, I, I've already drained out uh, almost all the water out of the tank. So you're, 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 you're doing, you're doing eight, eight five-gallon buckets. Yeah. And then you carry them upstairs and pour them and out. Carry them upstairs and pour them out. I have a question at this point. Pete. Okay. All right. Uh, Pete, why, when you, all right, so we know what you're wanting to do. You're wanting to go back to uh, 30, I mean, uh, what, 75% water and a quarter air, right? You're saying that the tank probably is mostly full of water. Right. Why can you not just drain out? Say ten gallons. I mean, what? What? When you fill the tank back up, why does it go back to getting its twenty-five percent air? You mean if I don't do it, if I don't do it this way? Yeah. yeah. In other words, if you're going to drain, yeah. Why? Why not just? Why don't drain you just drain? Why don't you just drain ten or fifteen gallons out, pump some air in there, and be gone with it? Well, it, it, it's best to drain out as much water as you can. Okay. Okay. To, to maximize the amount, I don't know if it's three quarters, how much it is, but. Yeah, it's best to drain out as much water as you can out of the tank. Oh, but the tank is going to fill up with air when you take the water out of it. Is that right? Right. And that, that's what you're. That's 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 how this works. Right, and that water, that air is going to be what gives me my water pressure. Kind of so like the more I can get. Right now, the more water I can get out of the tank now, the better my water pressure is going to mm -hmm. be. Mm -hmm. If I only took out ten gallons, I'm only going to. Well, let me ask. A little bit better than what I have now. As you open this valve to drain, I guess I'm kind of confused. And like I say, I'm, I'm asking not as like the, the, trying to see if I know the answer. I, I don't know. And so, when you're draining the water out, do you have an air valve, something on top, a bleeder right. valve? Right. This is right. So oh, okay. Do, so that's letting that. That's exactly in. what's next. Is I'm going to open the. I'm going to open the faucet. Yeah. Okay. Now, no water has. No water can come out. Right. Because there's no place for air to get in, like opening a beer can. If you open a beer can at the bottom, yeah. it's not going to come out. So you open we wouldn't know else. anything <laughs> about that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so until you open that air valve, no no water can come into that tank. No water will come out of the out tank. Of tank. Out of the right. tank. Up at the top left of the tank, uh -huh. I said there's a, a two-inch pipe coming out. Uh -huh. A person can either have what I have here is the pipe and this valve. Right. Uh, not a valve. I'm sorry. A pipe and the pressure gauge, uh -huh. which I can't read. But I, it's right there. So what I'm going to do is just take a pipe wrench. This is hard to do because I got to hold the phone in my neck now. Uh huh. I have a pipe wrench. And I'm going to put it around, around the pipe. Yeah, I heard the. Pipe. Tap, tap the pipe wrench on the pipe so we'll know you're actually doing something. Right there. All right, make a noise. All right, we got it. Okay. I'm going to loosen. This is actually blind handyman on the scene. On location. Yeah. <laughs> on location. All right. So you're taking the pressure gauge off, or you're taking the pressure gauge off. Yeah. Here, I'm screwing it. And boy, it sure is on there. Okay. All right, now there's now there's a place for air to get in. And uh, so the water. You have a pressure gauge, or you may somebody may have just a, um, I don't know what it's called, just like a nut that, you know, like a nut that would screw in and yeah, like a, like on a, like on a car. So now water would gauge. come out when you open the valve at the bottom. Water right. was going to come out. I'm going to put the valve somewhere where I don't drop it. 
That'll yeah. be good. You just dropped it. We just heard it hit the tank. The we top heard that. Of the tank. Did, you, did you lay it up there? Okay, now the water's coming out of the. I open the faucet again. You open the faucet, and you're going to drain eight gallons of water out. And now he says the, the water's coming out. All right. You hear that? I thought I'd There's only a little bit left in the tank. Yep. Is that right? Sound like the men's room, didn't it? Huh? Sound like the men's room. <laughs> the power of suggestion. Uh, power of suggestion. All right, we'll see you in a minute. <laughs> anyway, Joey, get out of town. So you're draining. We're draining the tank. So now, if you know, it, it, it takes about an hour for me to drain the whole tank, but it's, uh-huh. I've already done that. So this is only a little bit left in here now. All right. Uh-huh. All right. And it's almost done. What a deal. Yeah, I can hear the air going in. You can hear air going into the tank. Okay. So we're going to have a tank full so of air. The tank is empty. I mean, there may be a little bit of water left at the bottom. But, but we have mostly a tank full of air. Yeah. Because so now the, air, the bottom valve. The, the air the, displaced the water. Right. Okay. okay. Just close the, the spigot at the bottom. All right. Closed. Okay. Now I got to take the pressure gauge and put it on this pipe and screw it back on. You'd want to tighten that back up, wouldn't you? Well, before I put it back on, I have, I'm going to put some Teflon tape on it. You're going to use that, okay? Teflon tape is uh, instead of using what they used to call pipe. Uh, um, um, a guy on the list said he was bent his outside faucet trying to get it off. Yeah, it was probably corroded on. Now what this what Teflon tape does is it does two things. It keeps pieces from corroding together and fusing, and it also makes a seal. So it's, re- it's really good to use. People used to use pipe dope. Which yeah, is yeah. A little bit different. Which, which will work, which I have used many times and, and will work fine, too. I'll, I'll tell you about that guy. I meant to get that email and, and get Tom to read it. That guy's faucet was brazed, on, was sweated onto that, Could be. onto that piece of pipe. That's the only thing I can figure. Mm-hmm. You put a pipe wrench on something, something's going to give, and you're going to, you know. If that had been mine, I think what I might have done is cut it. I would have cut the faucet off and then got, bought a tap and die set and threaded the pipe. Would have been the easy. I, I meant to talk about that. He 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 uh, he sent. Are you on, you're on the list because I see yeah, your I'm postings the all the time. Yeah. Anyway, I think that was that was sweated on there with the with with something. It's the only thing I can figure. If you couldn't get it off with a pipe wrench. Anyway, so we're we, we're screwing the. Okay, so now I have the the um, Teflon tape comes on a roll like adhesive tape. Doesn't sure, it? it's a little thin, very small, and real thin. Yeah, and it, yeah, it's very hard to handle. It's cause it it, it's almost like uh, magnetic recording tape. It's hard yeah. to feel it. So it's very fine, it's, hard it's, to feel it's worse than recording. I can handle recording tape. This yeah, stuff is. That's why I still use pipe tape. But it works so good. Oh yeah, I agree, man. It's the stuff to have if you're. Yeah. In. So you put one round of it. Actually, I'm going to put more than one round. And you got to uh, turn it the way it is. That... All right. For one second, I have to put down the phone because I can't. Right. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. I'm holding the phone like Chris. Yeah, because. Back here. Go, go ahead. We'll talk okay. about this tape for a second. You have to put it the way you're going to turn the faucet. Exactly. In other words, you can't, you can't put it backwards. If, right. you, if you're tightening the faucet, you have to understand that you have to. You have to, to so it will travel with the. Because it's going to. Yeah, turning and, into the. And it right. it turns into goo. I mean, it doesn't stay as a piece of tape. It turns into pipe dope. I mean, it turns into to uh, you yeah, know, it, crumbles it, and it. Uh, but it works real well. It's just it very hard real for, well. for blind people to handle. It's I'm just done. so damn thin. I mean, it is it really so thin. Is. It's just pipe dope in a tube is just easier for me, and it works just as well. well. If you can still buy it. 
Pipe dope? You know, I haven't seen any of that in a long time. I've used it before, but I haven't really actually... The last I saw came in a little... seemed like a little... I may have a little can. A little round can. little flat round... Not as big as a skull can. Maybe half as big as a skull can. Yeah. But you just took the top off and took your finger and got some out and, okay. and, and yeah, I bought a, I bought a tube of it just not too long ago. So they do so still make it. Yeah, there's just so many things you can't use it on. You know, yeah. like plastic pipe. Yeah, PVC pipe. You can't use it on PVC pipe? Well, no, because on PVC pipe you have the special stuff that you use. Okay, so... Yeah. All, right. All right, so where are we? You've got the... Are we I wrapped the tape around on? the end of the pipe, the threads of the uh, pipe. I wrapped it as I'm holding the pipe in my left hand with, and pointing the end of the pipe towards myself. I wrapped the tape clockwise. Uh, yes, clockwise. Clockwise. Because yes. when I turn it, when I put it into the hole here... Uh -huh. I don't want the tape to unravel. I want the tape to tighten. That's right. With okay. you. Okay. And so you're going to screw the pressure gauge back on. So now I'm going to screw the pressure gauge back in. You know, you need to. You need Radio Shack sells a neat little headset. That goes That's what I had. Phone. That's what I had on the other phone. I charged it up all night last night. And it won't as soon take. As I a went to turn it on. It went beep beep beep. <laughs> it won't take a charge. Anymore. <laughs> Just well, let me tell you this. You probably already know this. Clean the ends that touch the the base there. Take some alcohol and clean the in the, the you know where the battery where the the points where the phone actually meets the base. Mm -hmm. Clean those and see if that doesn't improve your charging. Okay. Uh, ability. Well, tip, from, yesterday, huh? tip from the creator there. Yeah. Okay. So now I got the, I have the, the pressure gauge hand tight. All right. Screwed in. Let me get the pipe wrench back out. I guess you'd want to tighten it down pretty good with the pipe wrench, wouldn't you? Yeah. When this pressure gauge reads the amount of air pressure you have, or, or water, it reads the air pressure in your tank, right? I don't know what it reads. It reads like 50 pounds. It's supposed to read 50 pounds, between 40 and 50 pounds. And it reads the water pressure. I don't know what I think that, that means. The, the yeah, just the am, uh, total pressure. The total pressure. Air. So, but it, does, it have a, does it have a feeler that goes down in the tank, or does it no. just sit up no. there? No. There's, there's a valve on it like a... Um, an outdoor faucet valve, but I know yeah. that this valve is broken and the gauge that's all it's on here. Yeah. It's sort of like the air gauge on the top of our swimming pool. Yeah. Huh? Well, that's what it, but the air gauge on top of our swimming pool thing has a little long deal that goes down into the yeah, into the sand. Down down it goes down no, not, not to the sand, but down in the tank. It lays bit. down in the sand. Right. Yeah, it's amazing that but since we... You know, you could take the glass off of that gauge and get sighted person down there and mark it off, and then you'd know, because if it stays 50 pounds all the time. I, I guess it's not a gauge you really need to know what it says, right? Yeah. No. Yeah, I no, mean, you I can tell by the amount of water that's coming out of the faucet whether yeah, it's you got a trouble or not. I, I, think, I think I could do just as well just putting a plug Yeah, which in, is in this probably thing. what I'd do. Right, but it's good, I guess, for the plumber comes down here if, he, if I ever <laughs> replace this. And this is the way it was. Actually, I had changed the tank about 13 years ago, but I put everything back the way it was on the old tank. Got a well. That sounds he's like it. You know, being not being on city water would be kind of different. Mm. It's nice. I mean, the water's very nice and clean and clear. And uh, all right, let me let me tighten this down. Okay. And if you, I just heard the tank. I'm just thinking if you. Yeah, I hear it. If Sounds you, like a propane tank, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, because it's empty. <laughs> it so is you're gonna hollow. you're gonna turn the pump on and fill it. Well, first, first I want to get this as tight, get a good grip on this pipe. Yeah, I'd like to hear the big pump kick on. We're, we're tightening up, they're still tightening up the pressure gauge that's on top. 
So then two inside your pump, that in that tank, there's a float valve that tells that pump when to come on, or is it No, the, the pump comes on, uh, uh, it's set to a certain pressure. Okay. That's I, why... That's, it, why, that's why now, as soon as I turn on the faucet upstairs, I hear the pump come on okay. right away. Because the pressure it's is so, so screwed up because yeah. the tank is waterlogged. Yeah. And I'm just going to turn this. I'm always a little... It's always hard to tell how tight to make something. Yeah, so you don't have... Well, it is, and then you hear... That was a bridge too far there, guys. That's one thing I've noticed about <laughs> Teflon tape, though. seems like to me, whenever I've used Teflon tape, though, you don't have to tighten whatever as much as no, you, you would wouldn't. if you used pipe dope or something. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm trying to think of a better way to do this, uh, and, 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 <laughs> and I'm sure that we'll get some other comments. All right, we got a pump. That's pumping water out of the tank, and we got the, we have the the. Uh, it actually it pumps water out of the well into the, the well tank. into the tank. Out of the well into the tank. So if we, if there was a way to empty the tank and let air in, you'd be, in other words, if it was a pump after the tank, and right. you had a way to pump the tank. This is a tank. very standard configuration, yeah. and this is. Yeah. Um, a, a real standard plumbing. This is the way it's way done. to do it. If you have a well, this is the way it's this done. This is the way you do it. This is if okay. you call the plumber and said, "Ah, my water goes on and off, on and off." He'll, this he'll, is what he would do. He'll charge you seventy-five bucks so to come deep, out. How deep, how deep is your well? I'm not sure. Okay. I didn't. Um, it's not it very was, It was there when you bought the house. Very high right? here. Okay, because maybe at another time I'm going to talk. I used to have a place where we had deep wells and we had to use air to pump the water up. To get the and water I, up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, we're very tanks. shallow. Very yeah. shallow. So, so you all must be good water at about 50 feet. Do you, do you, you don't drink this water, do you? Sure, you could drink Absolutely. it. Absolutely. It's perfectly you fine. We've had it tested. Um, Has it got sand in it? Lots of sand in it? No, no. It's very nice and clean. Our well down at the farm, you have to let the sand settle down at the bottom for you. Of course, we don't. They don't right. use, this is a house that we don't use much down there, mm-hmm. so we don't go down there very often. All right, you better hurry. We're about to run out of yeah, time. Here. Run out of time. I want to okay, hear the pump now, kick on. Okay, so uh, let me think now. I want to make sure I do this right. Cause yeah. You're next week. Under pressure. Yeah. All right, so the, the spigot at the bottom is closed. Right. Okay. okay. Can you kick the pump on right quick for us? Because we got, got to the go. Valve back in. Okay. I mean, the pressure gauge back in. All right. The water to my house is still turned off, and what i got to do is take my channel locks back out, <laughs> open the valve to the, the pump. Valve to the pump. pump. If I'm lucky, the pump will come on. All right. Then if I'm really lucky, the we'll pump will go off. <laughs> yeah. The tank fills pump up. will go off in a minute. Water pressure. All right. Anyway, Blind Handyman, at, uh, uh, Blind Handyman, subscribe at Hotmail.com. That's our list. Is that right, y'all? Yeah. Blind Handyman, subscribe at YahooGroups.com. That's, That's right. the list. And we're just we're just Blind Handyman at Hotmail.com if you want to email us. Email and we'd us. love to have email. We'll read it on the show, and we'll have some special guests on the show next week. And Pete is trapped under his Pete house. trapped under his house <laughs> forever. <laughs> Holy ever. Are you okay, still going to open the valve? All right, go. Go, Pete. Let's go. You better hurry. Because we're about out of time here. Uh, Frankie Brown wants in, and you got to open the valve. <laughs> what a deal. There's the pump. Pump's on. Yay. Yay. Oh, All right. Water pressure. Yeah, it's filling up the tank and it's now. Time, it's time probably to go take a shower. I'm sorry, I can't hear you. I said it's time to go take a shower. All right. Oh, yeah. Listen, thanks, Peter Mikachuk. We'll talk with you and keep posting to the list. We love you, sir. Thanks, thanks guys. much. All right. All right. We're going to go, and thanks, Don Shaw, Don Patterson, Tom Houston. I'm Phil Parr yeah. reminding you. I see, said the blind man as he picked up his hammer and saw. The Blind Handyman is produced for ACB Radio by Out of Market Productions. 1604 Southwood Drive. 
Lufkin Texas. Phone 936-634-9500.